Yo, what's up, everybody? Hey, welcome to another episode of Kane Said. And today, y'all, I got a champion in the house. Coach Billy Bryant, man. Coach of Lafayette Christian, man. He's a champion. And so today, we're going to talk about it. Coach, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. It's great to be here with you, Kane. Yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Coach, man, let's go ahead and talk a little turkey, man. Man, first of all, give the people the background of you. My background? Mm -hmm. Uh, I played high school football back in the late 60s, early 70s. Had a chance to play at the collegiate level, but because of injuries, was unable to. Okay. Um, was uh, active in, in coaching programs uh, in South Georgia and out in Louisiana for a while. Wow. Uh, and then came back to Georgia in 85 and got involved with middle school football because my wife really wasn't happy with me being gone seven <laughs> days a week yeah, yeah. from June to December. Okay. But... Um, Moved up here to LaGrange and uh, was uh, at Callaway um, for a little bit, Callaway Middle. Okay. And then uh, moved over to Lafayette Christian. Okay. But I love the game of football. Man, I love that. So, okay, okay, I'm going to back you up a little bit. Louisiana. Louisiana, man. Tell me about the food first, man. I know you enjoy the food right that way. Oh, the food. It's excellent, man. I, I still get a watery mouth when I think about the, the crawfish, the oh, crawfish etouffee, yeah. the shrimp, um, yeah. uh, the black and catfish, and trout. And, I mean, I mean I, everybody ought to go live in Louisiana for a little bit. Just for a little bit, right? Just know what so, it tastes so, like. Well, listen, though, man, did you have the opportunity? I don't know if you did, man. I love watching the show uh, Swamp People. Man, did you have the opportunity to go catch a, a, a crocodile? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> none of that stuff going on. All I did was I was with the volunteer fire department. Okay. We had a, we had a wreck um, okay. that was in one of the marshes, and they had lost a, a child. A young Ooh. child had gotten ejected from the car. And we were out into the little swamp area, and our captain says, Now, aren't y'all watch for those little beady eyes? <laughs> Uh, well, I got my little beady out there. <laughs> I got out of the water. Right. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I mean, we we found um, we found a little boy and okay. uh, and everything was good. But um, it it was interesting to be out there in that swamp. But it was a good thing was it was in December. Mm, so it was cold. So, yeah, so yeah. The critters were slow about moving. Right, 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 right. So okay, okay. So early said something about um. I mean, you said Callaway Middle. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, before we get into you know, saying you guys at Fall Lafayette, tell me about your experience there at Callaway. Callaway experience was great. Um, uh, academically, it was um, it, it, we had a great group of kids. We had uh, some of the ones that uh, people know, Quan Bray, to come through. Wow! Uh, while we were there, uh, he was an excellent student, uh, just a great guy. You could count on him to do anything, um, defensively and offensively. Okay. He was like a coach on the field for the guys. Mm -hmm. We had uh, several of the other guys that I I, um, I can't remember. I just know Duboy. I I can't remember his real name. Uh, but that's what he told me to call. He played at uh, Georgia Southern. Mm. Uh, and uh, we had a, a great group of guys to come through, um, Callaway, and, and they still got a good a good string yeah. of athletes coming through, uh, playing at Division One schools and at every level. Right, school. right. Um, and um, Callaway is coming to its own. Uh, it, yeah. it took it a while uh, as far as getting the program and getting people into the program, but it's got a winning tradition. And I'm proud of uh, Coach Wiggins and the Callaway Middle School group of coaches that are continuing to develop young men, and mm -hmm. well, as, as other sports go, young women as well, uh, to participate and stay active. Right, right. And that's the name of the game, man, just being, just being active. Like I said, being active. Well, Coach, let's talk about you guys with that Lafayette. Let's talk about that, man. Um, now, Coach, 
this year, you guys won the championship, man. And, and if you remember, we'll get deep into the championship game. But let's talk about the journey leading up to you guys getting ready for the championship, man. And, and first of all, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a weight room guy. Mm -hmm. Love the weight room, man. What was the impact of the weight room, you know, in your program? Well, two years ago, uh, when I took over as head coach, I knew that our guys needed some strengthening. Okay. Uh, and we had a, a guy within our school that uh, is a practitioner. He is a bodybuilder, Paul Firth. Okay. Um, now, that's not his profession. He, he volunteered his expertise to us. Um, and we got into the weight room last year, and we were in the weight room from January up until the season started. Mm. Uh, you know, doing the kinds of exercises that build the core, strengthen the core. Our injuries went way down. Okay. Uh, you know, the sprains and, and, and the uh, twisted ankles and things that would keep a player on the sidelines for a game or a couple of games. We, we had some injuries, right. but it was not those aggravating injuries that a guy could not play at 100%. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we went to the state championship last year and lost by, uh, I think it was six points. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like 19 to 13, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we really hated it. Lost a couple of guys to graduation. Uh, but we cranked up in January this year uh, okay. with that same, well, not the same program. Uh, Coach Firth made some deviations, but we continued to work on strength. And we were doing great right up until we got shut down with COVID on March the 16th. Now, that um, there was enough uh, strengthening going on the year before, and our guys were consistent with it okay. throughout the year. Uh, in fact, I think a couple of the guys uh, came out and trained with you yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and uh, on their own. But uh, there was enough residual uh, strength and whatnot right. that uh, those guys brought it into uh, the program when we were released to start our programs back up in June. Okay. Now, we did um, some weight training. Uh, it was medicine ball, um, yeah. those kinds of things, because we would have to let one guy work out with weights, wipe them down. It was a time management piece, and, yeah. and our guys, many of them have jobs, so we had to get in and get get it done mm -hmm. in a, a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but the weight training, I cannot emphasize it. If you're going to play in sports, you need to get into a good discipline of um, you know building that core muscle group up and those, those joints in your shoulder. Yeah. Baseball, basketball, football, track, cheerleading, whatever. Got to have that weight room. You got to have You got to have, have that weight room. There's no... Exception, there is no uh, substitute for it. Right, right. Have it. right. And I agree with that, man. I would tell everybody that the weight room is there to combat all the physical stuff you're doing at practice. or You know what I mean? So right. the weight room is so important. Because let's talk about the COVID. I know the COVID um, impacted every program different. You know what I'm saying? Man, when you guys got that call, like I said, January, you guys rock and rolling, man, finna, you know, to prepare for the season. You got the call says shut it down. What went through your mind? I went, um, we got to find an alternate. You know, I'm from the background that you adjust, you adapt, you overcome. I love it. I love it. Uh, and so. Cole, you gave me chills, man. You gave me chills, did you, baby? Go ahead. I contacted Coach Firth and I said, what can we do with, uh, uh, through uh, technology to help the guys stay somewhat in shape? And he came up with a program, he pieced it together and had it uh, synchronized to his phone so we knew who wow. was working out and who wasn't with a set of uh, exercises that he developed mm. and pulled in to help them keep the strength in their shoulders yeah. and their knees and their hips. 
and their ankles because that's what you're going to use on it's foundation yes yes uh, and so I'd say 80% of the guys did it uh, r religiously. Wow. Uh, and those that didn't, you know, they tried to pick up and, and make up for the loss when we got together in June. Okay. Uh, but um, uh, that's what we did. Uh, and we checked in with the guys because in June, um, well, Coach Firth was having some guys um, in small groups. I think the pod was about eight. Okay. That they would do some agility training with some alternate uh, weightlifting. Uh, and he did that with several different ones that are on our team. And we could tell the difference uh, when we came out and we started getting ready for this season in okay. June. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, the COVID, um, you know, we had um, a, a protocol that we went through that we applied religiously every day. Mm -hmm. um, we had one guy that um, went on a family outing, came back, was positive. He was He contacted me. He stayed away from the group. Uh, and did what he's supposed to do. Um, then when we got in school, um, our uh, third game, uh, we had to forfeit because we had a COVID case in the school. Okay. And um, most of my football players, not all, but most of them were exposed. Now, none of them never uh, showed any symptoms. Right, right. But because of the protocol with the high school association and our league, um, we couldn't play. We had to forfeit. And uh, that was uh, tough for our guys. So after that, we made sure our guys wore the mask. Yeah. Uh, and um, we constantly told them to make good decisions about where you're going and what you're doing. Uh, and um, you know, stay on top of this. Yeah. And we fortunately finished the season without having any major crisis other than that exposure. Wow. Uh, and, wow. And, and, and that means, you know, we played games. Um, it's like I told our headmaster, you know, we swap spit with a lot of people for two and a half hours. Yeah. And, and that's remarkable because our yeah. guys were physically fit and they were ready for the, the game. And um, no one of us, none of us got sick with COVID. Man, that, that's, that's, that's amazing, Coach. So, Coach, now, as far as the other teams in you guys lead, um, did everybody participate this year or different teams? We had one team, one team down in Albany. If you remember, Albany was hard hit. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. There's a Sherwood Christian School down in Albany that always has a, a, a good uh, athletic program, and it still does. It's mm -hmm. just that because of uh, the high number of COVID cases in that area, they chose to opt out this season. Okay. Uh, now, they said they were going to opt out of all sports until January, and they were reassessed. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're hoping that they'll come back in um, because most of the teams that we have played – all of us have had an occasion where we had to either cancel a game, forfeit yeah. a game, or reschedule it uh, if the timetable was such that we could. Um, and everybody's been very good about staying on top of this COVID thing so that it doesn't spread because of athletics. Right. Our country, our, our community needs athletics. Our people oh need gosh. to get out yeah. there yes. and, and uh, live. I mean, yes. I'm not for calling what we're living in the new norm. No, right. I'm fighting that everything with everything right. that might be. Uh, let's get out there and let's uh, let's stay healthy. Let's be mindful. I mean, mm -hmm. Let's don't do anything foolish. But uh, you know, let's get out there and but support just, these young people just, and, I, and let them live. Let them live. And, I mean, just just say what you said earlier, man. Just know how to adjust and, and, and keep fighting. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's to me, man. That's the you know what I'm saying. That's the life. Um, I want to live. Yes. Like you know, I don't back down for nothing. But same mm -hmm. thing. Same thing said. You know, so be cautious. You know, you know, do things you gotta do, man. But just don't stop. 
you got to adjust, you got to adapt, and if you do those two things, the chances of you overcoming are going to be tremendously better. I agree with that. So, Coach, okay, let's talk about the championship, Coach. Let's talk about the championship, man. Give me that night. You know, no, no. Give me the night before. You know, what I mean? were you nervous or you like? I mean, talk to me, Coach. I, I go through what a typical coach goes through. Um, Monday, I'm okay because we got practice. We're we're fine tuning our game plan Tuesday. You know, we're fine-tuning our program, and because of our school's policy, we can't practice on Wednesday. It's oh, a school okay. policy. Okay. And so we come out on Thursday. Thursday, my stomach was in knots because were we ready? You know, have we made these adjustments? Uh, who was going – you know, we had, um, you know, some folks that were battling some uh, um, allergies. Okay. Uh, and um, we had two guys that um, – we're coming back from some slight injuries, one okay. with the shoulder and one with the knee. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, a leg injury. And were they going to be able to perform? Were we going to be able to put together the, the series of plays offensively and defensively uh, to win? Mm -hmm. um, what was our opponent's uh, strengths and weaknesses? And our scouting reports had indicated what they were strong at, what they were good at, what they had done successfully, consistently throughout the season. Um, and all that was in it. I couldn't sleep. I mean, wow. Thursday nights for me, uh, the last the last good sleep I had was Wednesday night, and that ended at about 2 o'clock, and so <laughs> I was wound right. up tight. Right, uh, right. Uh, and Friday got here, uh, I was pumped. I was ready for that football game. Ready to go. Uh, I was ready to play at 8 o'clock that morning. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, yeah. Coach. If they would have gave you a helmet, you would have put that thing on when you go. You better believe it. You better believe it. I love it, man. We, we, all of our coaches uh, are there. Uh, we have um, two paid coaches, myself and our defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. uh, we have an offensive coordinator who's a volunteer coach uh, that uh, gets a small stipend, and then we had another coach that just volunteered. He's uh, in uh, at Columbus State doing his certification process for education. Wow. And so, you know, we're, we're hoping that you know, that'll – Result in him being a part of our program, uh, you know, as a as a paid person. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, every one of us, we talk about it all the time. And the other coach that's our offensive coordinator, he's seventy years old. Wow. He's a former uh, Navy commander. He's a retired Navy commander. Okay. Uh, and you know, what's he, his name? Go call him. I give him a little shout out. Glenn Quibble. What's uh, up, Mister <laughs> Glenn? Yes, sir. Uh, he has been all over the world, um, but you know, he loves football. Well, he loves. He's just athletic. Okay. He gets in sixteen thousand steps a day. You know, he he, he locked in. He, he is thin. He is thin. He's a cancer survivor. Wow! Uh, and so he's got a great story to tell in and of itself. And um, uh, you know, every one of us, if we we tell the guys every Friday night, uh, we wish we could put on that uniform and go again one more time. Yeah, one, one more, more time. time. Just one more time. One more time. You know. Wow. So, Coach, tell me about your senior leadership throughout the year, Coach. Okay. We've had eight seniors that have been together for, uh, well, since the sixth grade. One came in in the eighth grade. Uh, uh, seven been together for since the sixth grade. And okay. out of that seven, I think uh, five of them played in what they call C-ball. That is, it's kind of like recreational ball where it was intramural ball. Okay. Uh, and they integrated into the program. They did they did that because their parents were athletes and, and and participated in sports and really wanted their kids involved in it. So that helped them to not only develop a love for the game, um, uh, perfect their techniques mm. and knowing what it took to be a champion. Mm. Um, and uh, um, 
you know, they came in uh, last year with that defeat uh, with Griffin Christian uh, losing the game uh, in the last three minutes of the ball game. Um, you know, that was hard for them, wow. hard for them. Uh, every one of those uh, then juniors or now seniors uh, came up to me and said, Coach, we saw her. We, 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 we saw her. So you didn't let me down. You left your hearts on that field. Uh, we had a quarterback that was bummed up. He had bad ankles. Uh, the, the other team had hit him so much, and he had put his body out there so much, his, his ankle was Had a center that was snapping the ball on a broke or fractured ankle. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just – that was the that was the team last year. These juniors last year became these year seniors. They knew what it was going to take. They had to play with pain. Now we didn't let them play injured. Right, right, we right, right, play right, with right. pain. They knew it. They would not quit. Quit was not in their vocabulary. Mm. Uh, they did everything the coaches asked them to do. They had some guys that had to move from one position to the other. Um, ben Dixon. He started out as our center. Uh, he he's a great running back and good speed, strong. It would take three to four guys to bring him down. I really? mean, he is just a strong young man. He's got a he's about five twelve, uh, five eleven. Mm -hmm. uh, got a good low center of gravity, and uh, he can carry some guys. He's strong. Wow. Very strong. Um, you know, he uh, started out at center. Uh, we got one of our freshmen to step up and and to snap the ball. Ben was moved back into the backfield. Um, then the center got hurt. He had to go back to uh, the. Freshman center got hurt, so we went back to the center position. Whatever's best for the team. That was the attitude. He knew he knew that uh, he could really help the team in the backfield, but he was willing to go where the team needed him. Cason uh, Firth, uh, a senior, um, he he's a strong young man. He can make moves that's unbelievable. Really? I mean, some people say, you, you train those guys to do that? No, that's God-given talent. Mm. He can put his left foot down. And people would start moving to his left, and he would stop almost on a dime and go right. That's uh, God giving up. He That's left God a giving. lot of guys sitting on their rear ends wondering where did he go. Wow. And fast, he he, he was the fastest person on our team. Uh, and I don't know what his speed was for the four, uh, 40 yard line, uh, but um, you know he loves football. Yeah. And he loves competing. Mm -hmm. um, the Debbie J Bailey. Uh, was one of our linemen, had been a lineman since he was in eighth grade, uh, would uh, move out and, and clear holes for the running backs, uh, stand up and, and defend a quarterback in passing positions. Um, we got Kamal Parham, who was a, a guard, and because we had our center to get a concussion in one of the games, uh, and he was out, the doctors put him out for the rest of the season. So Kamal moved from... Uh, a guard position to the center position. Never missed a beat. Really? Uh, and and Kamal, when we told him we got to have this five yards, he'd clear out a hole that somebody's grandmama could ooh, ooh, ooh. I love it, man. And he loves the game. Uh, and um, we we got Nathan Corvellis, who's from Hogansville. Okay. Uh, fast. Uh, he, he, he did everything we asked him to do, offensively and defensively. Um, I remember one time at practice, uh, Nathan had run a, a rail route. And the coach was trying to get some of the uh, closer routes worked out. I bet you we ran that thing 10 times. Uh, Nathan ran probably 10 100 yard, or not 100, but at least 40 yard sprints. And he came back and I said, uh, Do you need a break? No, coach, I can go. Still ready to go. He still won't go. He could take a ball, uh, a punt, and he could make things happen. Um, then you got um, Luke Taunton, who was a defensive end. Okay. Uh, 
strong. Uh, all these guys are strong. They were a beneficiary of that weight training that we did the year before. Um, if he didn't hit you, I mean, he would hit you hard, but if he didn't hit you, if he got his hands out there on the side, he would jerk them back like they were. Wow. Um, and um, I don't want to leave anybody else uh, out, but uh, uh, Ben and uh, Kaysen, mm -hmm. WJ, um, Cade Parnell, okay. uh, he's, he's a soccer player that came over to play football. He kicked, uh, I think it was a record field goal in, in the championship ball game. Really? He was kicking um, the kickoffs and putting them in. I think he put it in the end zone every time, but maybe once. Wow. Got a great leg. Wow. Um, and um, uh, Cameron Elliott, he's a quiet player, but he is consistent. Made an interception. Uh, would hit you. He would. I, I don't want to offend anybody, but my comment was not this song of Bin Laden. Right, right, right. That's why I, I hollered out, you know, Knock him out. Get him, hit him. This is a contact sport. It it's violent. If you it don't is. want to be, if you don't want to take out frustrations on somebody, go play something else. Man, man, listen, this is why, and, and I always say this to play football, you got to be off your rocker a little bit. Because you out there to knock somebody out right. and, and smile while you're doing it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I love it. Yeah. I, I love that. So, so, so it sounded to me, man, that, okay, so um, so you guys had, what, about 24 kids on the roster, 22? Well, we started out with 22, okay. and then we had two that decided football was not for them. So okay. basically we had 20 viable players in uniform, and then we had a couple of injuries. Okay. Um, Jacob Cabellus, when we were playing Georgia Southwest, um, Christian, he uh, had a dislocated... Um, and he's a, he's a quarterback, right? He was my quarterback. Okay. He was our quarterback. Uh, and he was out until this last game. Uh, he came back the week of the championship. Uh, he got cleared by the doctors, and his parents said he could play. Uh, he's Nathan's uh, brother. Okay. Jacob is a junior. Okay. Uh, He's another one that he can put his left foot down. You think you got him? That right foot goes down, and he's going right. Yeah, he's got the game. Or vice versa. Wow. And he's got good speed. Um, he can throw the ball. He can throw the ball off balance. Uh, he's a remarkable athlete. Now, baseball is his first love, and I understood that, and I understand that today. Right. Um, but um, he really contributed a lot to our football program uh, right. when he was on the field. Wow. Uh, so, 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 let me ask this also now. So, okay, so it seemed like to me that, okay, now, did you guys set the stage, the coaching staff said, listen, guys, we all got to be versatile. You know, I know some of y'all want to play running back, some of y'all want to play DN, but you may have to play guard. You may have to play, I mean, so, so is that a conversation you guys have with the player or the player understanding? Uh, well, the coaches established that because every coach has got their player that they want for their side of the line. Right. And... I came in and I said, guys, we got 20 guys or 22 guys. We got to have versatility because in that state playoff last year, we had people go down and we didn't have anybody that was experienced at that position. So we were putting raw recruits in those positions just to finish the game and hopefully hang on to it to where we could win. We did. This year, we started in June. You're going to know two, three positions uh, so that when somebody goes down, you may it may not be what you want to do, but it's for the team. It's not about me. It's not about I. Team does not have I in it. I agree. And you sacrifice what pride or, or whatnot, you swallow it, it's for the team. Mm -hmm. And as mm -hmm. the season progressed, 
that was uh, embraced by our team, and it was embraced at the beginning. Uh, but no one thinks about someone getting hurt. Right, right. Um, you know, Case and Firth went from uh, running back to our quarterback mm. um, because our uh, Andrew Howe, who stepped in after uh, Jacob Cavellis got hurt in our third game, did a great job for us, but he got hurt. Okay. And so we we were without a, a, an experienced quarterback. And Cason had played foot, uh, quarterback in middle school, and he said, Coach, I'll play it. And we put him in there, and it was fantastic to watch those guys mix and mingle. Yeah. It, it was um, – it was like a fine salad coming together. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, the guys felt good. They trusted each other and they depended on each other. It's about teamwork. It's about teamwork. Uh, you, you know, and, and, and let me say something, Coach, man. And, and also, I feel like, and you, you, you probably remember this too, football teaches life. Does. You know, it teaches life to where you need somebody. I don't care what people say, man. You can't go through life by yourself. Exactly. And, and, and football teaches that. All from the standpoint of ups and downs. Right. Right? Right. Um, I told our guys, and, and every coach I've ever been around has, has said this, and I, I, it's not original to me. It's it's just something I picked up from other coaches. Um, you got to learn to win with humbleness. Mm. But you got to learn how to lose with humbleness as well. Okay. And um, our guys, we had a couple of losses that were hard to take. Uh, we had one game that um, I, I don't even think we – we tied our shoes right. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just one of those nights yeah. where nothing worked. Uh, nothing that we had a plan worked. Uh, and, and you have nights like that. You have games like that. Mm. It, you you want to win every game, but reality says you're going to lose one. Right. Uh, and and reality, reality says you're going to lose one when it doesn't look like you've been on the practice field one day. Mm. Uh, and, and our guys, uh, they came back the next week. Uh, they uh, they swallowed that bitter loss, and we started getting ready for that next week, and uh, uh, it it paid off. It paid off. Right. So, um, I go for your seniors. You know, so where's their life uh, out the high school plans? I mean, are some of them planning to go to college, play ball, or they got other you know other plans? Right. Um, most of them are planning. I think all of them uh, are going to go to college or either. Um, Technical school. Uh, most yeah. of them are planning to do things. We got one that's wanting to be a, a medical researcher. Wow. Uh, we got one that wants to be a medical doctor. He's he's uh, in a family of physicians. And mm. That's what his aspirations are. Mm. Um, we've got uh, one that's not certain what he wants to do, but he definitely wants to play uh, at college at the collegiate level. Okay. And um, he's got uh, one particular university looking at him. It's uh, it's uh, a smaller. University, but it's it's a ticket to pay attention. That's what I about to say, man. There's there's somewhere for everybody to play. Right. You know, if you desire to play collegiate ball. But most of them are wanting to play. We got one that's going into the military, um, and he's going to get his education while in the military. Wants to serve his country, uh, work in law enforcement at some capacity in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, got one that uh, he's hoping that. He can get a baseball scholarship into college and wow. he wants to play baseball. Uh, and in that's case in Firth. And, okay. and, he, and he's very capable of that. Okay. Um, and any of them, I think, would look at football if it were offered, but um, you know, they are, they have not put themselves out there like, you know, I, I've got to play football. Right, 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 right. So, okay, talk academics here, Coach. You know what I mean? Talk about your 
um, against your standards, yeah. you know, for you guys for academics. Uh, we got a pretty tough, a pretty tough academic standard there. Um, if, um, if say, like in the middle of the nine weeks, a student is struggling with a class. Let's say he's got a uh, an elf in one. He's uh, he's put on probation, which means if he fails another test or fails something like that, uh, he could be restricted from playing. Uh, now, if he if he does pretty good and brings that elf up. He's off of probation, but if a student comes up four weeks and nine weeks and is failing two classes, they can practice, but they cannot play. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get that up within the next grading period, um, then there are other consequences that kick in. Right. So, you know, just coming out to our school to play sports, that's not going to work. Right, right. You got to you got to bring an academic an academic achievement attitude. Absolutely. And. Um, Put forth the effort in the classroom. Uh, parents don't send their kids to Lafayette to play football or basketball. Mm -hmm. They send them out there to get what they believe is a solid, conservative Christian education right. that is academically, um, uh, it's academically number one yeah. in comparison to the other schools uh, around. Um, football is just a bonus. Football, football is a bonus. Well, but sports in general is just a bonus. I got you. We. Uh, and we've got plenty of guys in, in our school that could play. We could um, easily fill up a 30, 30 roster, 30 man roster. But most of the guys are, the, they either want to play basketball or soccer, or they're into something that's academic, uh, like some of the honor, uh, not the honor codes, but um, the academic uh, achievements or the arts uh, right. like acting and things of that sort uh, it's um it, it's a it's a challenge to get a group of guys out there playing football um, you know like one guy said you know, why would i want to play football i can be in an air conditioner working on my computer and do things like that <laughs> right. i have to go out there and get busted up and, and, <laughs> right. up and hurt and oh, so, oh, um, well, one day you're gonna look back and say i wish i was to me i was saying earlier there's so much with football, man, there's so much football can, again, there's no knock on those sport, but there's so much football can teach you because, man, you're talking about you going out there in the hot sun, you know what I'm saying, running, puking, and lifting weights and hitting somebody, getting hit, you know what I mean? That's to me, like we keep saying earlier, that's life, man. That, 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 that's just life. So, man, I know it's early. I know it's early, but, man, have you started thinking about next year? I started thinking about next year in June this year. I started preparation now, baby. I was looking at the student body in June uh, when we started knowing who was going to enroll and whatnot and thinking, okay, I got to work with this guy. I got to get this guy, uh, hopefully convince him that football is something he might be interested in. Um, and been, we've been talking with guys, um, getting it in their minds, thinking about it. And with this state championship Friday night, um, it's going to both uh, boost our program yeah. tremendously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And man, I bet support, you know, I want you to root for you know, because you guys won this year. And listen, though, not only won, you guys won it with a, a statement. Yeah. Our defensive coordinator, Kevin Payne, he's a youth minister at Fountain Church on the Parkway. Okay. Uh, he is um, he's an outstanding strategist. Mm -hmm. He understands defense. He's he's an Alabama fan now. Oh oh oh, uh, but, uh, oh, 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 I told him I'd forgive him. <laughs> but, uh, I thought you were going to treat my wrong tie. I ain't going to come in there. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Bulldog fan. Oh, 
people who lost. Okay, okay. Uh, who lost. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Kevin is an excellent strategist as far as looking and, and piecing uh, a defensive scheme from the scout films. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kept telling the guys, this is the week we shut them out. This is the week we shut them out. Uh, well, our season was such that we didn't shut out anybody. And, um, no, I don't think we did. I, I can't remember exactly. I think we may have shut out Skipstone. I think it was 20 to nothing. I'm not sure about that. But I do know Kevin was telling the guys the week, every day before we played Friday night, this has got to be a shutout. You owe me a shutout. Mm-hmm. And um, they gave it to him. They got a call. Yes, they, they got a call. Uh, wow. Kamal Parham came through uh, when they were going to do a field goal. Uh, they were going to kick, I think it was a 30-yard field goal. And the guy was capable of doing it, but Kamal came through that line. He knocked that ball down, and uh, they they didn't get wow. they didn't get beyond that. Uh, That's crazy. It's, it's amazing. Man, what a way to end it, though. Like those mm. guys wanted that ball game. Uh, every one of those players says, "We got it tonight. We got it. Um, we 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 got." I was concerned about their overconfidence, um, okay. being overconfident. Yeah, I said. We got 48 minutes of ball. Let's make sure we win it one quarter at a time. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. They took care of it. Because, because, because of that shoe up. And first half, you guys, what, dropped 31 with 31 first half? 31. So, so, so coming back that second half, you know, because, uh, I mean, man, yeah. Um, high school game, I don't know if you saw what Auburn and um, Thompson right. did in 19, what, 30 seconds. Scored like nine points. So, I mean, did that cross your mind? Like, yeah. guys. Yeah, Don't forget now. That's what happened to us last year. Um, mm. you know, they came in and made a score, uh, and we really thought we had time to come back and score again because we 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 did have the manpower, we did have the skill positions, uh, but it was raining and it was like thirty eight degrees, forty degrees, and it, it was a messy night. Uh, I told them that I did not want them coming back. Uh, I said this first series of plays, and we'll go back in the third quarter. I I want them. In three plays and out. I want our offense. Our offense needs to be on the field, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll we'll work on the clock. All right. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we if they scored some points, we, we would have been concerned about it. Uh, but um, I had no intentions on calling the dogs off until I was confident our defense could keep them from scoring, and I was pretty confident of that going into the third quarter. I was confident of it through the whole game, but you never know what happens at halftime. Right, uh, and, right. And our guys, uh, they said, no scores first quarter, no score second quarter, ain't going to be no score third quarter. Shut them out. So they were determined to shut them out. And you could tell it was determined. Yeah. Uh, they had a look in their faces like uh, nothing was going to um, keep them from uh, achieving their goal, and that was to win that ball game and to win it uh, with a statement. Wow. Coach, man, that's amazing, man. Again, I just want to say congratulations. Again, thank you for just you know taking time out, man, just to, to tell your story, man. Cause again, you got to stay champion, man. Like they can't ever take that from you. No, can't ever take that from you, man. You got to do something well with that. Well, I, I'll tell you this, uh, Kane. Um, I don't care where these guys go, and I know that they they've got a mom and a daddy. Right. But I told those guys uh, Friday night uh, that um, they got to live with it. They my sons. So. Wow. Uh, I would trust any of those football players. I mean it to the letter. I would trust those football players that played for me this year, played for the school this year, 
with anything and everything I've got. Wow. Uh, I have that much confidence in their character. I have that much confidence in, in, uh, in their uh, upbringing from their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they'll always be a part of my life. Wow. Always. Wow. I don't care where they go. And I told them this, uh, and the other coaches did as well. I don't care whatever you need. If you ever need anything, you call me. I'm not going to ask you questions about how you got there, what happened. Right. I'll be I'm there. there for you. I'm there for you. And, um, and I'm determined to see that out. But, Cole, you know, that says a lot about your leadership, though. You know what I'm saying? For, I mean, for them to even take you up on that offer, they believe in you. You know, as a leader, man. So my hat's off of that, you know. Well, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good coaches out there, and, and I really urge people to get out there, be athletically involved, be uh, busy, active. Uh, you know, don't sit on the couch with the potato chips and, 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 the, and the soft drink. Right, right. Just get, get active. Get active. Get active. Be involved. Make yes. this world a better place uh, by being involved and including other people. Mm-hmm. Build people up. You know, Kane, we, we have too much going on that tears people down and separates people. We need something that's going to bring us together and hold us together as as people who respect each other yeah. and, and move forward. Yeah. Now, I, I, I agree 100%. I, you know, um, and this year we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. This year, man. So you're right, Coach, man. It's important that we, you know, so put the reset button and start building each up again. Start talking about, you know, so loving on each other again. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. You know I, mean, I think one thing that we have as a, as, as a, as a nation, man, we got to get back to that, Coach. Yes, you got to get back to that. And it starts with people say what they want to say. It starts with sports. That's why, to me, it was so important to get the sports back again, mm-hmm. to get the basketball back again. You know what I mean? To get that back because that brings people together. It does. Mm-hmm. And it gets their mind off the problems. It's entertaining. Uh, and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It, right. Uh, it's something that we can do to support our communities. All through this season, um, I've encouraged anytime I've been on radio or whatnot is for people to get out there and support these young folks and and their sports and endeavors. Yes, Softball, bat, whatever the sports going on, support it. Uh, give those kids a, a chance to demonstrate who they are and give them an opportunity to go where their dreams are going to take them. Yes, sir. I love it, Coach. Man. Again, Carl, thank you, man, Appreciate for coming you. out. Thank, thank you, man. God bless you, brother. Yes, sir. All right.